Two. Welcome to the Happy Never After podcast. I'm your host, Mara Merrick, and we have the all-star guest of the world, uh, Wendy Starling. Hello. <laughs> thank you for having me, even though I am coming down off a cold. I sound... <laughs> you sound sexual. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up last night. I, my, my Fitbit tracks my sleep, and it showed that I did lay down at like 8.30, and then I kept waking up to watch like another episode of True Crime. <laughs> so then I finally fell asleep at midnight and slept all the way through. And I woke up and I was like, oh, I feel better. And as soon as I sat up, I started talking to my cat. <laughs> and I was like, good morning. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got to record with, with Mara today. <laughs> so I just all day I've been like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to be like Phoebe on Friends, the smelly cat that's, part. Oh, that's immediately what I thought about, too. I was like, oh, this is some smelly cat shit. And it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's very sexual. It is so sexual. Um, are you going to see any of your gentleman callers like this? Uh, no. And <laughs> <laughs> you want to get strapped? Hey, you want to <laughs> poke some things some places? And I mean, like a nasal clearer? Yeah. Like, Let me tell you this. Like a neti pot? <laughs> yeah. You want to come in my nose? No, seriously, would you come out of my nose? But like in the le- and I'm gonna tilt my head to the right, if and it then comes you out of my come, ear. I'll be great. Right, if you could come up, do you want to come come in my nose? No, seriously, just but just in one nostril, and then I'm gonna. I'll blow it out. Yeah, I'll blow it out the other side. Thank you so much. I'll pay you for this one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna give you. A, how about this discount? Discount blow, discount blowjob. Actually, you would charge more because if you try to suck dick when you're congested, it really does. Oh my god! I sound like you're dying. So I know guys like you don't sound like you're dying. You're dying because I know guys like to be like, oh yeah, choke on my big cock. So like, even this would actually be a great time to suck a small guy's dick. You know, a guy do the small cock. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) just like mouth breathing. (laughs) I always turn into Steve Irwin whenever I'm doing that, and I get this voice in my head that's like, no, she's up for the challenge. And then I start laughing really hard. And then the guy's like, are you laughing at my dick? I'm like, no, I'm doing commentary in my head. Can you just shut up? <laughs> just lay down. Think about whatever you want to think about. I don't care. Sometimes it's Get good- your phone out. <laughs> Fucking call somebody. What do I care? Call your mom. Doing shit down here. Yeah. I have to do what I have to do in my head, <laughs> which is Steve Irwin. I especially do it when there's a fan on uh, right on the dick because like when you go down and you get a little moisture on there and yeah. then you come back up and it's dry again, you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's windy out here, yeah. my friends. Ah. <laughs> the weather, the weather is fraught. That is one of the worst things is like when you're trying to go get, get enough saliva at whatever yeah, and you go down and like I think that sometimes they think like, oh, yeah, you like I'm like, I don't like choking on your dick. I'm going down to like get moisture. I'm going down. I'm going to do like a three tap in the back of my throat, almost die, hold back, vomit and bring up clear stuff. Cause I'm a professional bulimic. <laughs> We've all done it before. Oh, yeah. I've full thrown up on people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, Oh, I know that's dry vomit on his dick. That's not an Australian accent. Can I, did I tell you, I don't know if I said this on your podcast, <laughs> but can, do you know, I just got reminded of, and I'm so, I'm still pissed about it. This happened a couple months ago. Some dude that I met out in the wild, not on the website. This is actually his hat that I took and I'm never giving it back. It's adorable on you. Thank you. Yes. Um, he was really cool. And I thought like, it was like a, you know, 
we'd met out and then been texting back and forth and it, we hooked up. I may have said this to you on the podcast, but I was like, Go, I was like sucking his dick mm-hmm. and he goes, well, he's like, oh, it feels good. And I was like, oh, thanks. He's like, well, it's definitely not the first time you've done this. And I was like, what? Are you slut shaming me while my dick, your dick is in my mouth? Yeah. What the fuck? It was the wildest thing. I'm like, you can just say it feels good. You don't have to be like, oh, it's not your first time at the. That's the weirdest shit. Is I've that ever... strange? Yes. Guys are fucking nice. So then I took his hat and when he didn't call me back, I was sad, but also happy. <laughs> <laughs> That is the weirdest shit. That- I don't understand what, why guys talk at all. I uh, <laughs> fucked a comic once, <laughs> and you probably know his voice by my imitation right now, but he was, I was on top, and he was like, oh, your tits look real good. And then he like <laughs> patted his brow, and I was like, if you could just shut the fuck up for the rest of this adventure, that I- would be great. I know exactly <laughs> who that is, and what a... <laughs> the one of Jerry Seinfeld's favorites. Yep. <laughs> It's yeah, wild when guys say anything during like don't say anything. Don't say anything. If um, you're unless you're really good at dirty talk, which I love. Like right. th- whisper it in my ear but loud enough because I've worked at nightclubs for a long time. <laughs> so it's <always laughs> like like, yeah, you're like, What? What was that? Excuse me? <laughs> Could you say cunt into my good ear? <laughs> <laughs> Nightclub ears, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I haven't had a good dirty talk session in a long time. Yeah. I haven't had any sex post-George. Okay, so now let's talk about this because, and for the people listening, um, hello. And I was t- I texted Mara uh, the other day just to fill you guys in. All the stuff with George. I was texting her while I was listening to the episode yeah. with her and Mark. And I was on the road. Yeah. And I was in my kitchen, probably like you guys were, wherever you were, like audibly going, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. This fucking asshole. Yeah. And super upset. So we are going to... So this is... I've got to hear it firsthand because we have not talked about it. We have not talked about it. Okay. So you heard everything that happened. Yes. And yes. what... I mean... But you know what is... Here's what is... And I know that... You you know you guys were, I love the stick and the snake analogy and I know that you, it was like kind of funny when Mark she's like oh you think it's you know yes I love that analogy but when it's like a snake that's like wrapped around like it's a boa constrictor like eating half of your body you're, people are like um Mar I think that's snake and you're like no I think it's just you guys I think it's probably a stick it's probably still a stick I think it's a stick and you guys are being dramatic yeah because when you look at but it is interesting when you go back because there are things and. And I hate to use from gaslighting because I think it's so overused. But when guys, there's so many clear examples of your guys' relationship. And mm-hmm. I think about like a guy that I dated that cheated on me nonstop. But he was being shitty to me and like doing things where from an outside perspective, as a friend, I'd be like, you know what? He's probably like trying to get you to break up with him. Mm-hmm. But at the time, you're like, you're in so in denial of it. And you only see things as the in, at one at a time. Right. You don't see things as a whole. Correct. Yeah, because you're inside of it. Right. Yeah. Ca- it's coming at you once. Yep. And then you're like, oh, that handled it to the side. Oh, handled it to the side. Right. Yeah. And it sucks because when you are, an, and you, this is what I'm talking about you, you're a nice person, and so you're not trying to fuck people over. So when he's all the shitty things he was doing like even simple things like you like the apartment you're like he just leaves shit everywhere and it's a mess everywhere. it's a fucking mess and it's like where a lot of times and the way that women are trained when you watch like sitcoms 
and even with com- like stand up comedy, whatever, part of what's in the zeitgeist is like, well, men are pigs and that's just what they do. And we got to clean up after them. And, you know, and so we kind of accept that behavior as like, oh, well, that's not, it's not a sign of him being shitty to me. That's like just boys that's being just boys. boys being boys. But Which is not cool. No, no. Because if you actually give a shit about someone and you love someone and you're trying to... So this is just a good lesson even for me to... I was like, this is a good lesson for me to hear when I was listening to you talk about all that mm-hmm. stuff. I was like, oh, this is a good lesson for me to rehear. It's like, if someone actually gives a shit about you, they will make an effort to change and do things. Yes. Like, yes. Like, and so that's something for especially... And I know men probably, but mostly women get fucked over by stuff like this. So it's like, just pay attention. Like if your partner's... Well, we had a lot of conversation after the episode and actually after you and I text as well because, uh, and I really just, I was doing great for a long time. I was doing great for a solid week. Right. uh, After the breakup or actually a weekend, long weekend. And uh, he was, him and I were texting. He's like, you know, I really tried. And that was one of my examples. I was like, you didn't try. Like if you really tried, you would have gone to, you would have made space for me in your life. If you really tried, you wouldn't have done this. And he's like... he was like, I know I did these things. I was like, that's not trying. That's just you being a human being. Like, that's what? He said he really tried what? It's like, as far as like, I really tried to not cheat on you, but I'm just <laughs> such a piece of shit. <laughs> you know how easy it is to not fuck someone? I know. It's really, I haven't fucked someone in two weeks. And I was like, that, you know, that was really hard for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was supposed to fuck somebody and then I didn't because... Uh, so what happened was um, the first girl that he went out with, that he says that he never slept with, the first girl that he, um, she, they went to lunch on Monday, this last Monday, and she DM'd me pictures and uh, from being out with him. Of them at lunch? Of them out, out at lunch. And I didn't understand what was happening at first. And also she, uh, a message, she sent me a message also, and... Uh, I didn't get it because it was just like mostly a picture of a really disgusting burnt fish. And I was like, why is someone sending me a picture of a fish? Like I didn't, right. I wasn't even cognizant. I looked at it three times and then I realized, oh, that's his arms in the picture. Oh, she's, oh, I know this account. Like I, cause she had been so far removed from my life and she was, isn't really a part of my life at all. Like right. I don't also, why would someone do that to me? So I, I didn't, initially re- I called him and I was like is did you really seek her out the first person after we break up this is the first person that you go out with and I screamed at him for so long and so much that I uh gave myself a panic attack so I uh I like I got every single feeling I've ever had because I usually am really nice about things. Right. <laughs> I'm always like, this, okay, I'm out. I, yes, I'll destroy your house and make it very uncomfortable for you for a couple of days. But uh, I don't really verbally attack anyone. But I went, I was like, you're the fucking scum of the earth. She's even worse. Like, you guys are horrendous monsters. Like, what the fuck? Um, so that sent me to the hospital. And then when I got to the hospital, man, they gave me so much clonopin. <laughs> I was like... Everyone should be on clock. Wait, the panic attack? The panic attack. Okay. Yeah. So I checked myself in. He was like, where? Because he was listening to me crumbling. Like, he was like, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And I was like, I'm not telling you. But I was, it was like this. I was like, I'm not telling you. I was like, I couldn't get words. I couldn't get air in. It was like insane. And I'm out on the sidewalk with my dog 
uh, lying on the ground, the crosswalk lady had to get me back into my apartment so I could call 911 to get an ambulance to get me to the hospital. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but I didn't end up calling 911 then. I just got myself in the tub and sat in there for a long time in my fully clothed. I started the tub and just sat in there and was like, calm down, calm down. But then it didn't, nothing dissuaded until the next morning. And that's when I went to the hospital. So, okay. uh, yeah, she was like, let's call him. I was like, don't, don't, don't. Anyway, so they gave me Clonopin. It was wonderful. And uh, it was really chill. And yeah. <laughs> have you taken it? Uh, uh, once, when I was in the psych ward. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I, um, I was like, admit me. Because <laughs> I was on t- a certain meds for bipolar, and we would all trade meds in the psych ward. So if you take the medication that is prescribed to you, you're balanced out. But we were like... This isn't fun. Let's get high. Let's do some roller coaster shit. So we would just <laughs> trade. So the stuff that I had, um, like lithium and stuff. You I should. didn't have lithium. They had me on. It was a mix of Zyprexa, which is antipsychotic, mm-hmm. and that's for schizophrenia. And um, I forget Neurontin, which is a horse tranquilizer that's been since taken off the market. It's like a mild dose of a horse tranquilizer. To Holy shit. Mania. Oh no, I was on like three different kinds of meds. So I would trade those with a guy that had like grand mal seizures and was in a wheelchair and he had clonopin. So he would, we would trade because my, whatever my drugs did for him gave, made him feel up. So for him, it was like the feeling of cocaine and clonopin. I was like, I felt like I was on like acid. I was like, this is fuck. I would just take it. It was great. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Uh, Yeah. So I was chill. And then I, uh, he called me again as I was going home, like. George did? Yeah, hours later just to see if, how I was and stuff I, like that. And yeah. I answered because I was like, la, 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 you know. And he goes, where are you? I was like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I was just like outside yeah. waiting for my Uber. And I just couldn't figure out if the Uber was on this side or that side because all the cars, like the parked cars. Had melted and, into one yeah, giant like, stream like, of colors. I was like, <laughs> what is that? Uh, is there going to be one moving soon? I need one to like yeah. move so I can see it. Is this like a monorail? It's like at Disneyland? <laughs> Do I just get it? The transportation <laughs> of the future? I guess I just start walking and I'll be <laughs> just like wandering into traffic. <laughs> uh, so then I went home and it was chill and I had to call all my clients that day and be like, hey, just so you know, I'm on um, really fun drugs and I can't come in. So there's that. Um, and so that kind of got us talking again, which is really obnoxious I don't it's it's really insane how I think it's part of that Stockholm syndrome where your your abuser you feel the most comfortable with and I was like I could calm down if he was talking to me and I would every time he would let go I would start to go into like panic again right and I've still had some uh, pretty crazy nightmares and I think this is just like one of those uh straw that broke the camel's back thing. I don't think this that this is everything. I think this was just like the thing that tipped it all the way over. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but uh, it's great. I haven't eaten. I've lost a lot of weight. It's yeah. so good. It's the best part is that I was going to say you look great. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm going to San Fran. We should see my dress. It's uh, tiny. You're like, I have not slept in however many days. So... <laughs> I, yeah, I would, I mean, the thing with Jordan, like, here's what's hard is like, describe, like the thing with him is the fact that he is being so shitty to you and then openly telling you why he's being shitty to you. Mm -hmm. And then when you're upset and you call him and this is the hardest thing to do, but it's like with my ex that was abusive like that, emotionally abusive. And then even my first boyfriend that we were so in love and we realized that we just wanted different things in life. Mm -hmm. 
I, with both of them, had to be like, I have to just pretend that you are dead and I cannot reach out to you anymore. I know I have to do that. You have to because the problem is the fact that George picked up the phone when you called and were screaming that he was out to lunch with this other chick, that she's sending you pictures, and then he's like, where are you? And then he acts concerned. This is remind, This is the exact same behavior as that guy that I went out with who his whole thing was he was like, I'll, I just want to make you cry. I don't want to fuck you. I'll pay you money. I just want to like emotionally torture you. Jesus. That is, it's, yes, that's what this guy, he's like. I mean, that's what Jordan, because. It's so fucked. The fact that once you get sad and you're upset, it's his ego. And you're upset and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, he gets off on that. And so then he'll be nice to you again. And then he'll be like, okay, I really want to, I didn't realize that you cared this much about me and whatever. And then it's the same shit over and over. I think he gets off, uh, he gets off on. Yeah, it's like his test. Yeah, on, on being needed. And then he'll do it again. And that's why he has to cheat and be shitty because. He needs to go once it's like a stable relationship. It's like, ugh, let me well, shake things boring. up. Yeah, yeah. And so then he's shitty, and then it's also an ego trip for him to just be like, look at this fucking. And this is just, I mean, I'm, this is me him just being like, look at this fucking stupid bitch. I cheat on her many times. I tell her I make her live in a garbage house where I don't clean up. I'm actively rude. I cut. I'm like, he physically blocks you and is shitty to you in public when you're supposed to be together. Yep. And he's like, look, and she's still right here because I'm the fucking man. So the all, the best thing to do is like just block him on social media and just like delete his contact and be like, we're I, we're done. You have like that's what you have to do for you. Oh my god. So. Well, here's the other things that I did started doing for me, and I think, uh, ladies, we should all start doing this. Uh, so when the doctor was talking to me and I showed him all everything that she did, he goes, you know, this is illegal. This is called cyberbullying and harassment. And I was like, oh, okay. And he goes, do you want me to get the police in here? And I was like, no. At first, I was like, no, 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 it's cool. And then I got home, and I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, fuck her. And uh, so I went. And gave it to the police. And then he, she had multiple accounts messaging me. So she's got like Finstas and friends doing it. You know, and I, so I messaged every single one of them. I was like, just to let you know, this has been reported to police. Uh, I would not contact me again, block. And then uh, the police told me she's had prior complaints. They didn't even have to look her up. So this is what George tells me. George tells me this whore. So she is a uh, flight attendant, which is not a career. It is a uh, Halloween costume. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, and she's a humongous nose. So maybe she's not a flight attendant. Maybe she's just like the nose of the plane. You know, like she's just like, <laughs> like Amanda, we need you up front. Uh, so, so anyway, you can look at her Instagram. It's bad. Uh, <laughs> whatever doctor she went to, don't go to that one. Uh, so... She's like, so George, he goes, okay, I have to tell you this. She used to fuck uh, married pilots and then collect that information, like everything that they text back and forth and pictures and like that. And as soon as they were like involved, she would send it all to the wives. So like. So does that like get her off or was she trying to extort money from them? Um, I think. I was like, well, for what purpose? Do you need to blow your nose? Yeah, I'm a, I mean, you can edit it out. <laughs> I'm going to blow my nose. <laughs> it's okay. You can just blow it. Just I don't know, put it just, off the like, microphone. It's not even a blowing nose thing. It's, it truly is. I honestly was you last week. I was sitting here like with Christina. She was telling this domestic violence story. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, that's awful. Well, you know what it was? It's like, and it sounds weird, but blowing my nose, because it's not snot. And this is, it's like... 
because they've been doing that nasal spray, which oh, is that yeah. shit is not good. And it's like, yeah, you're going to turn into Artie. Well, and because it's Lying. like steroids. And yeah. so it's essentially like the tissue just closing Closes, around my it's nose. It's like all infl- inflammation. Can I tell you, I did a lot of cocaine for a long time. <laughs> Never have I felt this shitty. And I feel like I'm like I like I blow my nose. It's wild. I'm I've like, never gotten the septum thing that everybody gets from doing blow. Yeah, I've never. I did a lot like in my mouth. Also, like I would put it under my tongue, right? Just to because we'd be at work and shit, and you'd have to be like a little more sly about it and quick, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, and I wonder if that's if, if that's why like because I've never had allergies this bad, and it could is, be, it could be, but there's also like a little thing going on. Yeah, so. It's probably that. I know. But I'm like, but yeah, no, I just had to just clear. I just had to inhale through my nose, okay. which is like a gross fucking sound. <laughs> it's okay. It's human. It's okay. And I'm on day quill. So there's actually nothing there. It's my, everything's very dry. <laughs> it's just doing a blowjob in the wind. I know. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this, uh, this woman is, and w- women don't, I don't understand why women can either be like the, the best Hundred percent, the best for each other, or the fucking worst. And I talk about this all the time, but it's example after example of just monster, yeah, activity. Well, it's a weird. So here's, and I have, so I look at it from both angles because I tend to be, I'm a big fan of, um, where's your energy going, and then also let's find out who the who all the different bad guys are in the situation. Yes, because I find, and this is in movies and whatever. And this this is something that is baffling to me, is that if a woman, so even like this pilot, right? Mm-hmm. So he. Um, isn't married or in a relationship or like with George, right? So someone's in a relationship and then they cheat on their girlfriend. Yes. Okay. Now, if they're not in an open relationship, they cheat. So it was the man's decision to cheat. Correct. Now, the woman, and now if she's a crazy person and she's like, I'm going to send pictures and whatever, it's like, okay, well, she's being a cunt, but also... So is he. So is he. So it's like, you guys are both, but I feel like a lot of times there's this weird shift where people go, this fucking bitch, well, and he and I will work it out, but this chick, there seems to be a lot of where it's, and I think men, I think we need to be careful of if one woman's being shitty as the other one to not, to make sure that you wrangle everybody in because then it turns into two chicks fighting over one asshole dude. And that makes me crazy. I told them both. Have each other. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like I'm done. You guys can. You guys are both monsters. You seem like soulmates. Go right. for it. Have a good time. Leave me the. Fu- Let me live my fucking life. Right. And uh, and I was like, you are just as much of a monster. He was like, you know, I didn't know she was gonna do that. I go, you did it. You did this. Right. And I kept telling them that over and over again. I what I don't like is that I don't. I wasn't given the option to stay naive, like to stay completely out. I, I could have had a much better life had I just never known any of that. Yeah. And I didn't need to know it. Like we were done. So right. have a good time. I don't need to know yeah. that you're going out and doing that, whatever you're doing, bat cave climbing. I don't know, you know, whatever's happening. So she, I just was like this. And he goes, I just want you to heal. I go, I want my ignorance back like i want what there's no healing i just want you to heal i this guy's such a piece of trash (laughs) i know what a piece of shit oh now you give a shit now this is his whole this is his mo is he just is trying to then like slowly like 
be kind now and then reel you back in and be like, well, I didn't realize how much it hurt you. That's his MO. I mean, that's if you look back at your relationship with him, that's what has happened. There's a break and you're like, we're done. And then he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize I just, I'm going to change and whatever. And then there has to be another break because he needs to, he's so insecure that he needs to constantly reassure himself that he's the fucking big man. And that's why he does it. It's because he's so insecure. So that's why he needs to fuck other chicks because he needs to be validated constantly. And like you said, Excuse me for like constantly trying to clear my fucking nasal passages. I do feel like already like now I'm like self conscious, but like um, no, I but like because that's what he's doing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he doesn't work out. Like he's a, yeah, he's a handsome guy. He's got a, he's got a decent face, but he said he doesn't work out. He went and got lipo, lipo, butt and butt implants. So he's not a secure guy. And that's no. like th- that is a number one. Like that is a sign of insecurity in a man or a woman in anyone. If you constantly are like needing validation, like yeah. you're seeking attention from members of the opposite sex. So you go out and you're like, I need to people to constantly feel like I, they, I need to feel like everybody around me constantly wants to fuck me. I know. That's, I do feel like, cause he gets a new tattoo every year and he gets new fill-ins and I feel like it's like a, I was thinking about this too. I was like, oh, he, now he can constantly be like, oh, check out this new thing on my body. Right. Oh, look at this new thing on my, on my arm. Like it's like. Right. Do we really and, need to be looking at your body? And not to be whatever. Because everyone can make their own decisions and tattoos. Some people really love tattoos. Um, I also... Now, this is something where I... Like, with tattoos, there's something um, where when you start getting a lot of them... And I know my brother's got a lot of tattoos and I love them and they look really cool. And some people get them just because they really like them. Um, and the same reason that a lot of... Some people drink because just because they like drinking. Mm-hmm. But other people do things like that... Because out of like some kind of like an emotional deficit. So a lot of times with a tattoo, it's like, it's this idea of like you're, 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 you're literally modifying your body. So it's this thing of like, okay, well, if I get this, then I'll feel good. Then I'll look cool. Then I'll this, whatever. So it is like a, it's this constant of like, well, maybe now I'm complete. Now I'm the me. I'm, I'm like self-actualized. Yeah. Some people do it for that. That's like plastic surgery. You don't feel good about the way you look. And so you're like, Hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm going to get my, and my nose done and then you get a nose job and then you're like, Oh, I still feel ugly. Maybe it's my lips. And it's like, no, the problem is in your head. The yeah. problem is in your brain. And then you're modifying the outside of your body and it's never going to be good enough until you feel good inside. I have to tell you though, when you get Botox, which I'm going to do, it is, it really calms you down. Well, like, that's, yeah. I, I, I'm not kidding. I get Botox right here. And uh, and no one can see that because we're on uh, right. She's things, touching a part yeah, of her touching, body. I'm touching the the uh, number 11s is what they're called, um, the angry ones. And because I, yeah. I get headaches, I haven't had a headache since I started getting Botox. Oh really? A, B. I get I don't get mad. Like my emotions are a lot more under control because. I don't have like I can't express in my face as much, and I it really really yes, and I'm just so much happier. <laughs> well, because what I want, I want Botox. Well, that's the thing is I've thought like plastic surgery and different things. I really stay away from all that because I know that I will go down that rabbit hole of like it's never good enough. Mm. And so no, now, you won't. I don't. But think. now with Botox, but now that I'm like almost 38. I'm confident and comfortable enough with who I am that I'm like, okay, if I want to get Botox, I'm it's, I don't feel like I'm going to go down this crazy thing of like 
all this reconstructive surgery. You know no. what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not. I mean, you I you definitely don't need it. I get like well, I want it big smile. Here's lines. where I need it is my forehead, and I notice in pictures. Mm. Is when I'm I get the, I have like lines across my forehead, and when I see in pictures, it just does. I just don't like the way it looks. Yeah. And I'm like I just don't. It's not something that I want to do. So take care. It's yeah. easy to take care of. I it's know. It's so easy. It takes, uh, well, in Mexico, it takes 45 seconds and it hurts like fucking hell. Yeah. But here in the United States, it's gentle and it's lovey and loving and uh, it takes a week for it to set. Like everybody's like, oh, I went to a Botox party and everybody's faces was frozen immediately. That's not how that works. Right. It, there's anesthesia in it and it takes four to seven days to set. Yeah. Uh but yeah, go for it. That's I'm gonna try to time it because that I should probably get it in the next couple of days would be ideal if I could because my sinus because I'm like coming getting over this cold. Uh-huh. I'm gonna start my period. So it's like I'll be out of commission anyway. <laughs> yeah, just like I just burped. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I might as well if I'm gonna just you know what I mean? Go for it. And honestly, I do because when I look as and I'm with the cost, I was like looking at the cost, but I'm like, but I go, I used to this is how I Again, Body Factory, Nina, love you. She's not a sponsor. I just I pay full price for her, and it's yeah. not even expensive for New York. It's a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks, whatever. It's oh, so cheap. I'll fucking go right now. I know. <laughs> after we're done, I'm not because here's the thing: is I always I can. This is again, and I don't want to promote uh, drugs and alcohol, <laughs> but I will say I try to always look on the bright side from my past. And with something like Botox, I look up and I'll be like, oh, that's, you know, if it's like, I'm like, I plan to spend maybe like four or 500 bucks. And I'm like, and it's like, oh, it's kind of a lot. And I thought, but I always go, there were nights, this was like, I mean, a year and a half ago where I would spend $500 easily on drugs, booze, and then some food at three in the morning when you start to come down. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh my God, one time. So in, uh, I did, I used to work in Indianapolis a lot because that's where my sister lived for a while. And there was this guy that I guess paid for my tab and you know, you get drunk and you just, you're like, thank you for paying for my tab. And then you just start getting everybody else drinks on their tab. Like it's just like the way, you know? Right. And I guess he bitched about it. The, so I don't know what the story is, but there's a comic talking shit about me and he goes, yeah, she just ran up this guy's tab and she, uh, she just left and blah, blah, blah. I was like, let me, let me just tell you something. If I ran up a dude's tab, I promise you, I fucked the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I actually know who it is. It was a ophthalmologist. Okay. And I did fuck him. See? And I had put two tampons inside of me to not fuck him. But he just rammed in there with them in, rammed them all the way in, and he left his condom in, which I left all three of those items in my in my person for three days. Pulled them out, yes, pulled them out in my shower in Los Angeles. I've never smelled anything that smelled so oh, bad in my my God. Life. Wait a minute. I was like, why does why do my guts hurt? And did you? <laughs> So you didn't know they, all that stuff was up there? You forgot? No, we were wandering around his bed, and he's like, where's the condom? Where's the condom? I was like, I don't know where the condom. I don't know who you are. Like, what? And then we're like, look. And he's like, I go, okay, there's a wrapper. And then I was like, you'll find it. And he goes, I know, but my kids are coming back home today, and I have to find it. And I was like, well, good luck. Can I go home? And then... Uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, that's... your Yo, your kids, huh? Interesting. Your kids, not my problem. Not my like, issue. And so... Uh, he took me home. He dropped me off at home, which was uh, real embarrassing to go to your sister's house at eight in the morning with your niece and nephew outside. Oh my god! Yeah, I was oh, like, "Good god. morning." No, we just went and had breakfast, and then I got on a plane, went home, 
hung out, did sets that night. Next morning, started not to feel so great in my guts. Like, you know when you have, like, a gas bubble? Yes. It's, like, stuck. It felt like it was a gas bubble in my uterus. I was Uh, like, what's happening? And then the next day, I was like, I'm just going to fish around in there with my finger. And I was like, oh, here's the condom. And then I... I was like, maybe there's still some condom in there. And then I felt one string and then it started pulling out both tampons. Oh my God. <laughs> Were you like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Yes. I was like, am I going to die now? Is this when I die? That is the scariest. That is a funny trick to you put two, two tampons in so you wouldn't fuck him. I do that. I do that when I get really drunk as I try to stop myself. So I like put all, all of my underwear on once, like every single pair of underwear that I owned, I put on once. Okay. I was, I was like, I will not. Just so you know, this is what I did. Yeah. And then he was like, well, you're going to cut off your circulation. So let me help you take all those off. And I was like, <laughs> okay. You're tricky, sir. <laughs> that's a good move. Yeah, that's the other thing is if you do... Yeah, it doesn't smell very nice. Even I'll usually do like a makeup sponge if I'm on my period. Uh-huh. And I'm fucking... You can take a makeup sponge and roll it up and put it up inside you, inside your pussy. And it expands and it feels... Like um, actual, like the inside a tissue. Are you serious? Yeah. Have I not told you this? No. I always did those diva Sorry, cups. Sorry, I'm like really, gr- I'm really like having a hard time breathing. Um, I would do the diva cup and put a sponge in it, but that still feels like. Yeah, but you can feel it. So yeah. what you do with the makeup sponge, you get the round ones. Uh-huh. Put it, run it under cold water. Okay. And then roll it. Um, like you're rolling a joint or like a taco or like a little burrito. You know what I mean? Everybody knows. Yeah. So you roll it up <laughs> tightly so that it's in that kind of shape. Okay. And then you put it long ways. Just put it inside your pussy. Okay. And push it up a little bit. And then it, uh, the way that it unfolds in your body, it catches all the period blood. And when you're fucking, it doesn't feel like there's anything in there to the guy. Oh, my God. And then it comes out super easily. Like you just kind of like flex your muscles a couple times and you pull it out. But even that being in there for like three hours, it gets nerve wracking. Well, yeah, would you be, but I was going to say the smell. It, the smell is, is like, Jesus Christ. Have you ever smelled old spermicide come and your vagina blood? For, I didn't have my period. I didn't have my period. That's why I don't know why I put two tampons in. I wasn't bleeding. That's what it was. I was like, I wasn't. Yeah, you were just doing it as like a trick to be like, ah, yeah, get in there, roadblocks. I've done that before. (laughs) I just don't want to fuck someone, not because I've been drinking, but just because I'm like, ugh. You know, like you're dating someone, and you're like, I just don't have the energy to fuck, and so I just put a tampon, and I just be like, oh, sorry. (laughs) I actually, you know, when I did that, you're gonna die. Hold on. I'm sorry. You, you made. If you want to edit these out, I'm no, like no, as no, I'm clearing, as I'm just like snuffing my nose. Every, um, I know it's like hard to listen to. So thanks for staying tuned in. <laughs> I did that at the Naked Show because I you had a tampon it. Yeah. <laughs> because I looked. I, I was like, oh, I feel like I don't look as thin as I wanted to look, and so I wanted to lie and say I was on my period to like excuse that I was like bloated looking. Oh. And so I put a tampon in to be like, oh, I'm just like, oh, I'm on my period. So I like, my stomach looks puffy. <laughs> <laughs> so I put in a, yeah, not even for fucking. That's the show I did with Jack. Yes, I was going to say, that's when Jack said that you had great tits. Yeah. Yeah. He has a great dick. While we were fucking, he was like, oh, Wendy has great tits. <laughs> I was like, that's nice. That's not, also not dirty talk. But right. Call back. <laughs> right. That's a nice thing to say. And don't get, I'm 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 all about like woman positivity and like, you know. 
I did tell you immediately that he said yeah. that. I was, I was like, just like, no. He's fucking you and he's like, Wendy has great tits. And she's like, oh, that's interesting. Would you hand me my phone? Well, I'm just, I'm gonna, I mean, if we're going to, I'm going to text her right now. Since we're obviously not fucking into each other. Do you I want mean, me to text her? His dick. I only fucked him when I was very, very, very drunk. Yeah. And I don't know if you've tried to fuck, have you fucked him? It Mm-mm. is a lot of dick to handle. It's too much. Yeah. It's way too much for that, for a regular human being. Yeah. I don't know how. Whoo. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird. I always I like that compliment, the tits thing. I'm glad you told me because especially because my tits are small, they're not big. They're great. But so I always I'm like <laughs> I'm like oh that's nice, thanks. I had a friend text me yesterday after I posted. Um, oh my god! So I posted that sexy picture of in those like fishnet type fishnet boots. Yeah, that's was, a great picture. I was trying on an outfit with that, and then I put this sweatshirt back on. Yeah, and and then I was like, ooh, that's a cute picture. Uh, so I put that up with everything that I did to George. And then one of his friends who follows me screenshot that and sent it to him. And then he, he sent it to me and he was like, haha, this is so funny. And then I opened up the picture to see, I was like, oh, this is from her. And I was like, why would any, this is malicious. So I sent her a message and I was like, why would you do that? Why I made her explain. I was like, why would you, was this for a laugh? Were you trying to be mean to me? Were you trying to be mean as a person? Like, let's, let's talk about this 45 year old woman. Let's talk about this. Right. And, uh, and she was like, no, 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 that's not, wasn't my intention. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, there needs to be more kindness in the world. You need to grow up. Right. Blocked. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I, what, like, I think that's the thing to do is to block like, cause then I get, everyone's different. Right. So some people are like, I feel like I need to express my anger. Yes. I'm very different. I, my energy is like not to be what, and there are times where I go off on people, but for the most part, look, I'm just like, I don't, I'm not even going to give you the fucking my energy. Well, I just wanted her to learn. I wanted her to read and maybe, maybe she'll never read it. Maybe she'll become more angry or maybe she will become more malicious, but I wanted her to be like, I wanted to say, don't, there needs to be more kindness and less of this. Right. In the world. And then that's when I was like, the end. Yeah. And that's a nice thing to do, I think, to just ask a question, just a basic question of like, what's the point of this? Yes. And then also like, here's my boundary. And right. you crossed it. So yeah. enjoy the rest of your life without me in it. Right. Goodbye. Yeah. That's good to block her. Jesus yeah. Christ. I mean. It's just like, he's got like the worst people around him. No like, shit. None of them are doing shit with their lives. They're all alcoholics. I'm like, just recognize where you're at. Move forward. It's fine. It's fine if you're an alcoholic and it's fine. Like. Deep, dig deep down into your dreams. Do the right thing. Don't destroy other people's lives. The end. Uh, but when I posted that, one of my um, one of my very best friends who I have fucked uh, <laughs> texted me and he was like, "Hey, you're kind of doing that look back thing that you do during sex in a, in that picture." And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> and then and then he kind of he goes, "I made up a joke about the time that we fucked." And he goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "Yeah." You look back at me and go. Okay, did you come? And he and I go, yeah. And he goes, okay. And then you go, okay, bye. <laughs> I go, I did leave right afterwards because his dick was also too much. Yeah, is it it's it's huge. Really, just too fucking much of a. I was like, I gotta. The whole really? time I was like pinching my eyes closed. I was like, just hurry up. I can't do this. And then really? he was like, do you want to go to breakfast? I was like, no, bye. <laughs> Holy shit. 
<laughs> and he was staying with me at the time. And I just took off for the day. And he goes, and then you came back and you're like, okay, we're best friends again. You're a guest. <laughs> Holy like, shit. Yeah. He's like, that's just, he goes, that's how fucking cool you are. And I was like, that's why we're still best friends. You're welcome. That's <laughs> wild. I brought him to a gay bar and he's like the most masculine man ever. And yeah. he was, I was laughing so hard and I wouldn't leave because he was so uncomfortable. Like he kept putting his arm around me. And so, and every time any, like a waiter would come be like, can I get you something? You're like, cheese with me. And I was like, what the Jesus fuck? Christ. <laughs> Calm down. No one's trying to suck your dick right here. So like, I know. You're like, straight guys. <laughs> Straight guys in gay bars are the funniest thing. Yeah. Well, I, and, well, I was going to say, and the worst, because they think everyone's trying to fuck them. Oh, you know what? Let me blow my nose and see if this helps. Hold on. Yes. I love this. It's like the most... Hot. I'm getting so wet right now. I know. <laughs> it truly is wild. Yeah. I, yeah, I got just something. It just hit me on fucking, like, Thursday. I just started to, like, feel not good. And then Friday... And then I just, but I didn't have show Saturday. Friday was in White Plains. I didn't have show Saturday or Sunday. So I just was like, you did shows that you went to your show still on Friday. Yeah. Because I would, I felt, but it's one of those things where I was like, I'm like, I feel tired, but I don't feel like it's. And then when you, you know, when you're like, like it's hormones. And then if you're depressed and so you're not sure if you're like, you're like actually sick. Cause rarely do I get like any, rarely do I get sick. I don't really have, um, I don't have regular depression. I think I just have seasonal affective. That's why I bought my infrared light. Yeah. Um, it's because uh, of what it does for your vitamin D and your serotonin and it helps with that. And um, infrared lights are notorious. There's clinical studies to help you with, with depression and everything. And you just need to get light into an orifice. You know, that's all you need to do yeah. during the, these winter gray. Was it gray here? Over the weekend? I was out of town. Um, I don't know. No, it was fine. It was actually, it was sunny. It was a bummer because Saturday oh. it was beautiful and I was just home with a fucking fever of like, it was oh my wild. God. Oh yeah, I was oh, like. Oh yeah, you had like the bug that went around. Did you have a sore throat? Yes. Yes. Yeah, you got it. And then yesterday and then today I'm like, and today it feels, I, again, so today like I feel energetically fine, but it's just the residual kind of clearing out. It'll Yeah, it takes like a little while. Yeah. I'm yeah. like. It's like a patience thing. Yeah. But I'm like, so it's like, yeah, I, but I don't do well when I'm sick. So I just lay in bed and, and be mad. And then I'm like, well, I guess I'll just sleep. And then I had too much of a headache from the sinus pressure that I couldn't even like watch porn and masturbate. I was like, this is a waste of a fuck. <laughs> but I also Saturday and Sunday, because I'm always like, I'm not really sick. I just need to power through it and stop being such a little bitch. Yeah. I still went and did cardio for an hour both days, but I did like a body detox mask to help like pull like toxins out of my lymph nodes. So I did like a clay and spirulina well, body mask. Yeah. Oh yeah. You did a whole body mask. It's like a mud thing. It's like a, do it's, you paint it on? Yeah. So it's apple cider vinegar and bentonite clay and spirulina. And okay. I mix that all together. And then I body brush up and then I smear it all. And then you like rub it into your pores and it dries. And what that does is it helps. It just pulls toxins out like of your lymphatic system and it helps with cellulite and because when I was heavier and mm -hmm. um, so that's what keeps me from like not having cellulite. It pulls water weight out. Have you ever done the onion on the feet thing? No. What is that? That's they say that placing half of an onion on your feet overnight, it pulls all your toxins out of your. I'm going to put up the Google picture. It's like it turns the onion from white to like the 
blackest of black, disgusting overnight. I'm, gonna, I'm doing that tonight. You, you should definitely do it. It's so gross. It's so gross. I know. You know what we need here, and I cannot believe that we don't have it. Is like one of those sea salt, those Himalayan sea salt baths. Yes. Yes. Those are. I mean, I passed out naked in one of those once. <laughs> With a bunch of my cousin's girlfriends. But, you know, it was great. <laughs> Those are not... I mean, yeah, all that stuff is good. And so even though I know you're sick, you're supposed to rest. But so I would rest most of the day and then I would wake up. And I'm taking all my natural stuff. And then I was just like body mask. And I'm like, let me just go sweat this out on the elliptical. Just because I know that actually does help to pull shit out. I just don't like to lay around and be sick. Well, anything from your neck down, you're not supposed to exercise anything neck up you can so if you don't have anything stuck in your lungs or anything then you should be fine can i do a little sponsor thing speaking of please yeah okay, let's do sweet. it okay so uh speaking of this we all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run but even if we try really hard to eat clean have salads and drink green smoothies we still get sick we still need those essential nutrients to help us out on a daily basis so ritual the obsessively researched vitamin for women women only fuck out of here dudes uh ritual essentials it has a uh, it's a subscription base so it's super easy you don't even have to think about it it just comes in the mail every month you take one little tab in the morning and one at night they smell delicious because they have mint in it instead of that disgusting fishy flax oil it's so good for you and i really love their website um it is ritual.com slash happy health. So put that all the way up in that URL bar. It's ritual.com slash happy health. And uh, that starts your ritual today. You get 10% off during your first three months. And that's ritual.com slash happy health. You get D3, omega-3, rituals, essentials, help fills in the gap for a women's diet. There's no nausea capsule. Because you know when you take pills? Have you ever taken those old school ones that are yes. humongous and then all of a sudden you're like, why am I going to throw everything up? Right. Well, it's the <laughs> tablet versus the capsule. Mm -hmm. The ritual I've seen and that, that stuff looks great. It's so good. Because it's, it's the capsule. Yeah. I keep telling uh, all my pregnant clients, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah I'm going to get you some. I'll just give you my and then I'm like, get your own. <laughs> It's so good. So ritual.com slash happy health and get your 10% off for your first three months. It's sick. Um, yeah. So make sure to do that. I do my infrared. You got it. I'll let you use it. Yeah. You should have, you should have told me I would have brought it with me. Well, I mean, and I might with the infrared, but I also know that it's like, you know, certain supplements and the bipolar like, and not with not. Do you think that bipolar affects your immune system? Um, I don't know that it affects your, I think that it can, because mm -hmm. if you run and you're really manic, which is like, you're not sleeping a lot. And so like that can be not good because you just, because you run yourself down. Yeah. And so, and when you're run down and tired, that's, you're more likely to get sick. And then when you're, and, and then, and even like eating like higher sugar, like I, the, the last week before I started to feel sick, I was not taking all my supplements and my vitamins and I was eating like sh more sugar every day. Mm. Cause I was like, felt sad. And I was like, I really want to go drink. And I'm like, you're not going to go drink. And so instead I would, I was eating more sugar than I almost ever do. Well, also, so your hormone ghrelin in your stomach, it growls and it it kind of like triggers you to eat carbs. Uh, and it does that for three reasons. Either you're hungry, you're thirsty, or you need sex. And uh, those three things, and like intimate sex, not just like, right. it means orgasm. It needs you to fuck, like fuck to completion. Um, 
So I always go for water first. Right. And then I would prefer to go to sex. But, you know, uh, I guess food would be, if food was accessible, that's what most people, it's easier. They're like, oh, I'm just hungry. And then yeah. they, that's their immediate response. Yeah. Water, I go to water. Yeah. And then if I'm home and I feel that, but a lot of it's like, like loneliness. Mm-hmm. I'm all, and I masturbate a couple times a day, which is great. But the water, and then the other trick I do is I keep like frozen vegetables in the freezer. So if I feel like hungry, where I'm like, I feel like I want to eat. your veg? Yes. I put <laughs> frozen Brussels sprouts inside of my pussy. You're like twice a day. So that's yeah, why I, I frozen it. peas. Yeah. But I always do. I will like put uh, broccoli or Brussels in them um, and just microwave it. I'm like, if you're so hungry that you want to eat ice cream, if you that's actual hunger, then you need to finish all this broccoli first. <laughs> so actually frozen vegetables, if you Google this, they are better for you than raw ones yes. also yep. because they secure in all those the, nutrients yep. immediately. Yep. I know. You and I are like smart about all this stuff. I know. Stuff. We are. <laughs> really We're smart about this stuff, but dumb about other stuff. Oh, so we were talking earlier, and I would love to get into that, about how I got into this situation not on my own accord. I was just a kind of a victim of it, but you put yourself in this situation yeah. voluntarily. Well, what we were talking about is like the emotional, because when I, when I brought that up outside when we were having uh, our pre having snacks, yes. our pre podcast talk, and then we're like, quick, stop, wait, start recording this. Um, <laughs> is, and I do want to go back to this point because you brought something else where you said, George, all his friends, like those people are like, and I feel weird even like mentioning his name because I feel like that's just giving him more energy and mm-hmm. I want him to be like not a person in your life. Yeah. Um, but that's the other thing too is like you pointed out his friends, he's around a bunch of losers and like the people that he's around, which is more of the reason why he needs to make someone like you who you like have your shit together and like you're working hard and you're like going places and you have a lot ahead of you and your career's like taking off. Mm-hmm. Um, so he probably then that also makes him feel self-conscious and you're hotter than he is. So you have a lot of things where like you're better than he is in most ways. And so the only way that he feels, com- but because he, and Whatever, it's, you know, people like, oh, I childhood trauma, so I can't accept love, and so it's not my, f- well, okay, but we, that I buy that, but also you're a grown-up and dope, so don't be a cunt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so get over yourself and don't be shitty to people. But so that's another reason why he has to, like, break you down and cheat on you and, like, have you scramble and want him more because then it makes him feel... Also, it makes me focus on keeping the relationship together and keeping him happy and not on my own shit that's going somewhere. Correct. So it completely sabotages me. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So he there I mean he's just such a piece of shit. I was actually super proud of myself this weekend because uh I wrote two really killer jokes and wrote an entire television show while well, I mean, like, if you stay up all night and panic attacks, like, you have a lot of extra time. Yes. So <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I have so many more hours. I play basketball by myself. I uh, <laughs> I ran a bunch. I worked out a lot. And I still had, like, hours extra. So yeah. I wrote two great jokes, and I wrote a TV show, and I, and I got all of this other podcast that I'm producing shit together. And I was like... I will not let this destroy me. Right. Like, this is all of my life is still in motion. Yeah. So fuck them. Right. Well, the thing is, is like, it's one of those things where at the time you're like, this is like, cause it's heartbreaking. And it like was heartbreaking. What, what you were talking about, and this is what I was mentioning outside is you talked about, and I totally like, I a hundred percent feel you on this. Like 
Sorry, excuse me. I'm just like, God, this is, I mean, I'm just, this is why I just have bitches at my house just putting fucking nasal spray. Me too. I'm about to go get some also. I actually did nasal spray before. Like, See, and I should have done it, but I'm trying to not like. Use it so much. I know because they're like, oh, only use it twice or else your whole nose is going to collapse. I know. And I should have done nasal spray, but I don't like that. It's weird. And I think it's because something about it, like, rem- like I know people, it reminds me of doing drugs. And so I actually don't like that sensation oh. of pumping the spray in I my nose. I think I did so many just in my mouth that I don't have that feeling. Yeah. So I actually don't. When I do it, I'm like, I'm like, this feels weird. I don't like it. Um, so what you're talking about, like, this is, and this is one of the most like heartbreaking. This is like the hardest thing is when you go through a breakup in general, when you're sad but you having like the flashes, you were saying you can't sleep because you close your eyes and you just have like these nightmares. Yeah. Because you can just picture and you do, and you, do you go back. Are you doing the thing where you go back and you think about all the times where no. like, oh, he was probably with someone or like what I, are the I flashes? I do that when I'm conscious, when I'm awake. I When I'm sleeping, I'll fall asleep and it'll be like six, seven minutes in. And then I have this recurring dream where she comes over to my house with another one of his friends, the one that actually messaged me, which is very strange. And then um, she won't leave. So I get her... uh, She's at my house. I have a two-story house. I'm very successful in my dreams. And uh, (laughs) I'm like... We walk past a washer and dryer that's very nice. And so I was like, I am killing it. And <laughs> and she sits down and is like giving me this shitty smile and really doesn't say much, but she's always like 10 feet away from me. And I get her purse away from her and I grab her wallet and I go to the second floor and I throw it out the window to get her to leave my house. And she doesn't leave my house. This is all a dream, everyone. And then she that doesn't get her to leave. So then I take all of her prescription pills. She has six bottles full of prescription pills which is also very weird. And I dump them out on the ground and I start stomping on them. And that doesn't make her leave. And then uh, she's, re- she's uh, got a book, I guess. And so I like tearing up the book. And when I start tearing up the book, that's when I wake myself up. Because it's like I've made myself so mad in my dream because she won't leave. And that is what gets me to wake up all the way. And then I w- am awake for like an hour and then I close my eyes again and then it happens again. That was last... This whole weekend. And then yesterday I started having one where um, like a real old Midwestern lady was sitting down at a table and uh, he brought me over to her and he goes, I've come on her face before. And like he just kept walking me around to like these old people. The rest of them didn't, I didn't see their face or anything, but the first one was like real ugly. Like, (laughs) yeah. And so it's George just, George just like shoving the shit in my face. Like I've come, I came on her face, and I was like, "Oh my god, what?" And uh, then I'd wake up because yeah. it'd be like it would be like me reliving it all over again. The feeling, right? Where when I found out that he cheated the first time, and I was like, "Why am I? What is happening?" I don't know if anybody else has dealt with that imagery, but it's like either I think about during the day all the shit that I've seen, right. and it hits me in the gut like a movie, or I have nightmares all night long. And that's that's my new life. It's so fun, but I'm getting so much done. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, because when you're afraid to sleep, I'm totally afraid to close yeah. my eyes. Well, so. the house dream, and not to be all like dream. I'm super into dreams. Oh my god, I did dream interpretation f- with my billionaire ex boyfriend. He yeah. sent me to a Jungian 
archetype uh, therapist. Yeah, so you know about this. So you know yes. the house represents. I don't know what the house represents. So the house represents. So there's a, like so the, a house or like an apartment or whatever uh-huh. that represents your actual like your physical body and your Myself. brain. So that represents yes. you. So she's invading my brain. Um, yeah. And you're trying, and so it's like that's you just trying to get her out of your. So that's get the fuck. I that's that's why I you know the whole part about like yes, there's two people that were bad in this. Right. I didn't think about her. Don't know her. Don't do anything. She's nothing to me. She's nothing to most people. She's just nothing. And I don't. I don't know why she had to invade my life and do that. Like I'm moving on. You can have him. Go for it. Right. Good luck. It does not make any sense. Why that she would do that even. Yeah. I didn't say anything bad about her. I didn't say anything at all. Like when I found her before, like, and I only found her because she found me. Like she must have been, the shit that she said to me, I told you this out there, but the shit that she said in the messages was like, she was born in the, in the, bed next to me like she's she knows me that what was she, she was acting like she knew me she that was like intimately. sending messages along with the pictures well there's there were there were these two really weird trolls that i just had like pretty crazy and trolls hit me a little bit different because i went on um uh guys we fucked and shared about being like forcibly kidnapped for those three days yes. and then i got trolled hard real, real hard for about how that wasn't true and how blah, blah, blah. And you're, and you're, you're not on the FBI victim list. I was like, there's no such thing as an FBI. And I would respond. I'd be like, there's no such thing as an FBI's victim list because we're victims. We're protected. You dumb fuck. And then I was like, what am I doing? So I shut off all my social media. Like I was really affected by that. I went into, uh, um, really crazy therapy, like all day therapy after that, that like set me over the edge. And so when I got these two troll messages that had pretty similar language, it I was like triggered to back then. And so I was like, I was sweating. I called, this was when George and I were still together. I called George and I was like, these are crazy. And he was like, just get over it. Just block them. I was like, no, you're not listening. Like this is, here's why it affects me. And this is what blah, blah, blah. And then she sent me the picture and then there was the message. And it was like, it was like the three messages right in the, if you lined them up next to each other, it's like, oh, the same fucking person wrote all three of these. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And she had some friend account send the pictures of them out at lunch also, in addition, some British person. So, uh, that's such an icky feeling. Yeah. Because it's, it's an icky feeling. Uh, and I, there's like a basic term, but like, when somebody that was inside, like, it, it, because this is the thing with something like the fact that he's hanging out with someone that's like the, the fact that he cheated, he's a cunt. That's one thing. Yeah. And then when you add to that, that he's actively hanging out with someone that's like harassing you. And then when you find out, oh, wait a minute, I think you, you maybe knew she was trolling me or like whatever, but it's like, it's such a gross feeling to be where it's like to, to see his behavior now and who he's like, around to see it ever see all the pieces and, out yeah it's like gross i let you inside of my body like we yeah. were we were naked and you were i let you inside of my body and this is i let him inside every part of my world yeah and my physical self like it's, i've never been more honest and vulnerable with anyone in my life i think that's why i was so invested and 
this was, and his response was, I'm fucked up. I'm sorry. I was like, no, no. I, the, you know who this sounds a lot like? This is who this is. The, and that fucking excuse, sorry, I'm fucked up. Um, it's someone that you and I know very well. You just mentioned your podcast, her ex-boyfriend. Yes. I cannot take it with these. And there are chicks that are like this too. But people in general, like I get being like, sorry, I'm fucked up. So then just change it. Yes. So then fucking stop doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go to therapy. I look at my brother and I, I, have, I have female friends who are like this where people that they're just like, you know, just like a negative or whatever their fucking issue is. And that's, and they're shitty to other people. And so then when you point it out, they go, well, I'm sorry, I've, I messed up because of this trauma when I was a kid. And you're like, okay, great. So you know why. So fucking stop. There is a change your behavior. You know what I mean? Like, and not whatever, but like, and I know it's hard for a lot of people, but I, like, I try to like live by that same example. And if I'm behaving in a way and then the results are not good, then fucking change it. It's not comfortable. It doesn't feel good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I used to not be empathetic to people that couldn't change either. Cause I was like, I mean, obviously I wasn't dealing with my own trauma either at that point, but like I used to be on a podcast and the producer is a little heavy and he had food issues and I, he would ask me for help all the time and I would give it to him and he would not listen. He would not execute any of the help that I gave him. It would drive me fucking crazy. Cause I'm like, I'm investing in you for free. Right. Like just at least try. Like I watched him one time. This was the thing that made me realize. I was like, oh, he's got like an addiction. And this was what gave me empathy for him. But he, I watched him suck down a sweet and sour sauce from McDonald's, just the sauce out of it. And I was like, oh, wow. This is a, I was like, this is a full on, like hiding, doing it in his car. And I was watching, I was like, he's got a full on issue. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, oh, he's fucked up. But he's not hurting anyone because of it. Right. Yes. I'm going mean, to cough, so. He's hurting himself. Right. Yeah. Like he's dying every day a little bit. But uh, I was like, okay, now this I can be, now this I can work with. Like this I can understand. So it's not like, yeah, I was a fucking dick to him for a while because I was like, you fat fuck. Look, come on, get get your life together. But now I was like, okay, maybe you need therapy, which what the other person needs also. Both of them need it. That's most people need therapy. And even like for myself, I quit, like I... We had this, it's so funny, we had this epiphany on my podcast, um, this chick, and it was the fun, and I think about this all the time, um, I'm, this chick came up to uh, my podcast, Pussy Fart Gang Plug, my co-host <laughs> Megan, who's super fucking funny, so she works at a farmer's market in St. Louis, she runs a baking company that she just started, so they're at a farmer's market, some chick who's at film school, I'm going to some college in, in mm-hmm. Chicago. She's in St. Louis, and then because um, they're they're super close, so she's in make. She was making like a short film about farmers markets. Now Megan, my co-host, also went to film school. She went to Emerson, and so she sees this chick like filming people, and she they come up to her both, and she goes, "Do you need to sign fill out a, a waiver?" Because she knows like you can't just film people without their permission. Permission, yeah. And this young chick, <laughs> Megan's like thirty three, <laughs> and this fucking like twenty year old. Start to ask him questions. Megan goes, do you need us to fill out a paperwork or anything like that? She's like, no. And she goes, oh, really? This is for a student film? She's like, I went to film school, so I know you have to do that. And this girl, she, straight face, she looks at Megan. She goes, you went to film school? And Megan goes, yeah. And she looked at her little booth at the farmer's market selling pies. And she goes, you went to film school. So this, all of this was a choice? (gasps) 
Fucking, I mean, but what? Now, while that's like a, <gasps> that's a crazy thing to say. Oh my God. Isn't that cunty? What? So, but like we laugh about that, but now with everything I do, so we laugh and we're like, that's, we're like, Jesus Christ, way to make me look at everything I've done in my, in my entire life. You know, I'm like, everything. Also, pies could be her thing. You know? Right. And you change your fucking mind when you get older and you want yeah, to do different all things. all the time. But like, but the idea of like that, so this is a choice. First of all, it's super funny, but I'm also, but also that's an interesting thing when you're like, if I find myself like in, if I'm like sad and I eat late at night and I wake up and now, my, now I'm like, oh, I feel bloated. I feel crap. I'll be like, okay, so this was a choice. Like yeah. you chose to. And so I think about that before I do things. And I think you and I are the same because yes. you have to do it with eating and with exercise. And you're pretty good about that for the most part, but we're human beings. And sometimes you're just like, fuck it. Yeah. And I really, you know, and like, it's, it feels good to have a control on the uh, drugs and alcohol where I can be like, I'm not doing that. If I feel sad, I'm like, okay, I know that's, you want to do that to check out, but we're not going to do that. So now what's your, what are your other options? And yeah, a lot of I'm times. I'm getting hypnotist. I'm getting hypnotized. Are you really? Yeah, because I've, uh, I've been reading a lot of research about uh, removing PTSD trauma and imagery and you can get hypnotized and have it taken out. I'm also going to do this Iboga. Um, it's like ayahuasca, but it's it's sister drug. Okay. And uh, you have to do this cleanse. It's hilarious. You do a cleanse. It's a full week of like these crazy... Crystals. You eat your, crystals. <laughs> you eat crystals and then you <laughs> shit them out. It's uh, painful. And uh, But you also do mushrooms at the end to cry all the... To like cry the rest of it out. And then you do this... Iboga, Iboga, I don't know, I'm saying it wrong. And um, it's like this thing, you smoke it and you, and then it's supposed to clear up. It's legal in Oakland, California, Mexico, Canada. Like there's a few places okay. where it's legal. I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to yeah. go do it. Because my girlfriend, Stacy, who was on the podcast, uh, talking about her husband, Duke, she got his whole shit because she was married to him. He cheated on her, had babies. What? Yeah, with her best friend. Yeah, babies. And then she kept getting back with him. Would have a baby, get back, they get back together. Oh my god. Yep. It was like three times. So fucked. So uh yeah, she was like, come out. She's in South Africa learning how to do it. And she's cool. like, come out to South Africa. I was like, Yeah, yeah, of course. Next weekend I'm in South yeah, Africa. I'll be there. <laughs> well, I think the hard thing too, especially with relationships, is like people, their whole thing is like they feel like they have to go back. And try to fix it. There's this weird thing in our brain where, like, mm -hmm. if it fails, that's because we're a failure. And I know you have, you know, after gone through multiple marriages. Yeah. Like, there's a sense, there's this, there's this weird sense of, like, well, I can fix it and I can make him love me enough to stop. But it's, like, it's this weird thing of, like, in the same way that he needs to, like, fuck with you to feel validated by him, he lowers your self-esteem enough that you, there's this weird thing where we, people keep going back to a shitty ex is, like... Because they fucked with your self-esteem just enough to get it low enough where you feel like, well, let me go back and this time I'll make you love. I'll be yes. so good that you won't cheat on me. But that's not why people cheat. That's not why people... When everyone knows that. People don't cheat because they're not attracted to their partner. People don't cheat because their partner's not hot enough or good enough or there for them. They do it for a million other reasons. And it's a problem within the relationship. Usually it's a problem within themselves. The person that's doing the cheating is the one with the problem. Yes. A hundred percent. hundred percent. But the... It's the same thing. It's like even with like the guy that I dated that I ended up had. To, I mean, he's dead now, and it's very sad. But he well, he OD'd. Um, he had a lot of health problems, but he was an alcoholic and a drug addict. This was in L.A. 
And I remember being like, if you don't stop drinking, we're going to break up. And he would be clean for like four months and then he would go on a bender. And I'm like, and I remember thinking like, if I was prettier, if I was thinner, he would quit drinking. But because you have all these crazy thoughts yeah. in your head. And it's the same thing with someone who cheats. You're like, if I was this, if I was that, then it was, but you're like, that's not it. You, it's not, it's that person. They're fucked up. And you need to just take yourself out of the situation because it's like. I used to always compare myself to my sister and I was like, and I would project that onto my partner. I was like, if I, if I had my master's just like her, if I had these things and I really wanted to go uh, to law school and I really wanted to do, like, I really thought I wanted to go to law school and I thought that that was going to make me cool and I thought that was going to make me worthy and I thought that was going to be it. And if I finished, you know, I had a master's program that I, I went, I got, did all the tests and everything. I never finished. Uh, but, it, and that was one of the things that she wrote in the, like, oh, you said that you did this. I'm like, I said that I wanted to, like, I was doing all my advanced education, but I never, like, it's too long. You gotta, when you're telling a story, you gotta cut the fat, you know? Like, right. you can't be like, oh, I went and then, uh, and, then blah, 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 and then I did. It's like, you gotta make your senses concise. But all those things that I did not finish, uh, I thought I was a failure. And then I would take that with me. And when I would date these intellectuals, that's what would make me think. And they, that were treating, that had very much of my mom's tendencies. That's what I thought. I was like, it's because I didn't finish all these programs. It's because I have student debt for things that I didn't follow through on. It's because I have, you know, it's like, all that shit, you know? Yeah. It's a so. weird... You know, the education thing is strange. I... Once I, like... But I went to junior college for, like, four months, and then I was like, fuck this. <laughs> and I never went back to school. I just was like, I don't think I'm going to need it. I don't want it. And I remember being like, but I don't know what I want to do for a job. Mm -hmm. I'm 18. I want to go travel and work. And then when I figure out what I want to do, then if I need advanced schooling to advance in that career, I'll just go for, I'll just do that then. And then I'll, but I will have income to pay for it. I just could, I was like, I cannot imagine taking on debt for something. I don't know what I want to do. Also, it's just like, I wasn't very good at sitting still. Like yeah. I'm not very, I'm a very good student. I, I graduated with honors, but, uh, man, did it take all the effort and all the Adderall <laughs> to get through. I was yeah. like, just sit still. And even now, I'm like, what, are, what the fuck am I using it for? What the right. fuck am I using it for? Nothing. Look, podcasting. This is the future, baby. Yeah, it's, people, it's people just talking to their friends and putting it on the internet. <laughs> That's it. I mean, you know, honestly. Oh, my God. No, but it's like, it's, yeah, it's wild. But no, the, the thing with it. He needs to, you need to stay away from him. I know. And he needs to figure out, like, and you have, but it's hard because, you know. You're so intertwined for so long. Right. And then there's this, I don't know if you've had this, Tim. And I'm not sleeping, so it makes me illogical. Yes. If I could get a good night's rest, I feel like I would wake up the next day and be like, I, I got to remember who the fuck I am, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if you've had this. I remember with my ex when we broke up, the alcoholic one, and then when he was like, getting clean again, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, God damn it. Because I'm like, I can't talk to you. This is too much. Mm -hmm. And then I remember being like, I was like, oh God, if he gets sober, the next girl he meets, like I fucking fixed him and he's going to go, he's going to be so sad about me that he's going to go get clean and get therapy and then be this great boyfriend. And then the next girlfriend, he, the next girl he dates are going to get married. It's going to be great. And I'm like, I put in all that fucking work. So there's a weird sensation of like, well, he's dead. So. Right. Well, he said, thank God. I'm just kidding. He was a comic. He would have thought that was funny. 
Yeah, he's a comedian. He would have thought that was funny. <laughs> oh, thank God thank he's God. dead. You're so lucky. Yeah, I'm so, I feel so blessed that my ex is dead <laughs> because then he can't be nice to another woman. <laughs> Uh, I almost said Georgia Dex, and then I was like, don't do that. That's not even a funny yeah. joke. Yep, uh, see? could be karma. Hello. <laughs> and we it don't could, do that. So Karma and or a lawsuit. Hello. 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 Okay, karma and or, and or a threat. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so do you want to talk about your new project that you're working on? Or do you want to hold, wait? Um, let's wait until okay. we have a few things recorded. And when I'm not like congested, I swear to God, I'm like, I feel so bad that I'm like, we're on your show and I cannot breathe. But, I'm so sorry you can't breathe. Oh, but I'm, so, I'm sorry for the listeners. Hopefully it's not too bad. <laughs> it's not but too it's, bad. It's, it's not, fun. It's like it's a different not. person. <laughs> Wendy Farling. Yeah. Uh, when- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, well, I'll come back on. Well, I want to have you on. Um, yes. And uh, you are having Hannah on Glamour Plus. Yes. Hannah's going to be on Glamour Plus November 16th. Oh! Yes. Oh, my gosh. November 16th. That's during BravoCon. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, that's all the Bravo people are going to be here. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm th- That BravoCon sold out in six minutes. Uh, Shut up. Yeah, yes. the whole thing. And uh, I'm actually producing a podcast for uh, what you were on with uh, in the first episode with Carl from Bravo. That's going to be... I'm so excited to hear that. I'm so excited for it to come out. I uh, We already recorded the first few episodes and uh, we're just waiting for BravoCon to announce it. So um, you guys heard it first. So that's exciting. So make sure when I put up the link that you guys head over there and get on board. It's so, I'm obsessed with it. It's so funny. Yeah. It's, well, you, you were there for the first episode. Yeah, it was so, dude, that was so funny. It was <laughs> it's so great. funny. The first episode is not like the second and third. The second and third, he, uh, it, it's a little different, but the first episode is its own little piece of magic. Yeah, well, because well, that, well, that's I think was a great because you're trying to find that with that's that's uh, with me and Francis, right? Yes. Yes, I mean, <laughs> so good. Oh my yeah, god, that was a real. F- that was. <laughs> Just, well, you guys listen to it. You'll like yes, it. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, that should be up before the end of the month or the first week in November. And then um, and then he's going to make the announcement at BravoCon. So um, very excited. So make sure to watch out for that. Please rate, review. We will have him on here as well. Um, and that will be fun. So Carl Radke, make sure to check him out. Uh, yeah. And um, rate, review us. And rate, review, and subscribe to Pussy Fart Gang. Thank and you. And please follow Wendy Bird. Uh, what is it? Wendy Bird 82. 82. I was like, 1982 or just 82? I was like... Yeah, I know. I know. this. So I I saw one picture. I went over to your uh, page to see if you had your new uh, thing project up that we're not announcing yet. Right. Uh, and I was like, oh, let me just take a look. And then I saw three pictures that I hadn't seen in my timeline. I was like, what I the know. fuck, dude? Well, when we get done record, when we stop recording this, I'm going to show you. So I've been making up mock posters for the new project just so oh. you, we can kind of just to give you an idea of like what it looks like. Uh-huh. And I, yeah. Sweet. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> um, all right, you guys. Love you so much. Uh, I really... The next podcast that we have on... I'm just going to say this right now. The next podcast, I really wanted the last one to be the last one about George. And I wanted it to be a rebirth this time. And I really think that this will be the one that's the end of all. Um, Brock DeHouse, I need you to DM me your... Oh, here's the other thing. Brock, uh, I need you to DM me your address so I can send you those socks. Um, I also have a couple more pairs of socks that I'm going to be giving away next week. So tune in to how to do that. Um, Also, 
I shut off my social media when the psychopath messaged me. So if you tweeted, shared, did any of that with um, to get the mugshot sticker, I need you to re-DM me your addresses because I lost them. So um, I'm going to put a post up about it. I love you guys. Please, 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 please. I'm going to feel horrible about this till the end of days if you guys don't re-DM me your stuff because I lost your messages. Okay? I love you. <laughs> and get ritual and join honey and uh, everything else. Okay. Bye. <laughs>